Welcome to the Rock Church Audio Podcast. We are so glad that you joined us today. Rock Church is located on Harrison Avenue between Mulford and Perryville Roads in Rockford, Illinois. Now let's join Pastor Jared with today's message. You know, I don't know if you um, ever have a day that just feels like a different kind of day. Have you ever had that? You know, maybe you're, uh, it's when you come to church or maybe when you just kind of go about um, whatever task is before you and it just feels a little bit different than all the other days. And I honestly, I, I came to church kind of feeling that way today that it maybe wasn't going to be a day that was going to kind of follow the, the normal service schedule or format. And um, I just believe today that the Lord has been speaking to us. And, and, and I think He's been wanting to do something on the level of the heart. Um, a number of the scriptures that were declared were spoken by people in the 8 o'clock service. Probably three or four of them. So I, I hear a consistency in what God is speaking to us today. And, and I think that the Lord is wanting to remind us that, number one, it needs to be about Him and Him alone. And I just feel like there's a sense of hope that the Lord wants to renew and restore and raise up within us today. And uh, because of that, I've, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change directions. I'm not feeling... Um, released to do what I was going to do. So I'm walking out on a limb. You might want a refund at the end of this service too. I don't know. But you know, I'm just, uh, just going to try to be as obedient and as clear as I can about kind of what I'm sensing the Lord wanting to speak to us today. And uh, I think we're going to start in Psalm 46. So I'll just invite you to turn right there. Um. <clears throat> Psalm 46.10. Let's take a look at that for a few minutes, and I've already kept you over, but you know what? I just kind of had this in my heart during worship. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you what I got, and I'm going to do the best I can. Because you know, one other thing that's going on in my life is I'm losing my vision. Uh, I don't know what the deal is. I have, a, I have a, uh, um, an appointment scheduled with the optometrist, but over the last month, I've had some times where I've been looking at my notes and I have not even been able to see what I'm doing. So I've been flying by the seat of my pants. But um, we are uh, going to trust in the grace of the Lord. Isaiah 46.10 Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Lord, I thank you for that. I pray that you would, um, through the ministry of your Holy Spirit, speak to us in these remaining moments that we have. And may the result be your result. May that which we come away with, Lord, be simply that which you are wanting to give us. And Lord, I pray that um, as we receive, Lord, this uh, a final portion of the, of the service, Lord, may it just fill us to overflow, and uh, may we have something to give away that we have been given by you. 
We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. So this verse is one that we quote often, but we oftentimes we misquote it because we use it to facilitate quiet times of prayer, right? Be still and know that I am God. And that's not a, uh, a completely inaccurate uh, interpretation of that verse. But I, I feel like this morning as we um, look at that as a standalone verse, we have to be aware of the context that it's in. The, 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 the context is um, adversity and armies gathering against the people of God and, uh, and, and, and uh, things uh, in front of us that could potentially bring defeat, that could potentially cause us to be downcast. And um, the Lord, as he speaks this, is reminding his people of this. He says, be still and know that I am God. And one uh, scholar that I read actually said, you know what, in that phrase, the Lord is giving the adversaries of God a cease and desist order. Reminding them that they gather in their strength and they gather in their own power and they plot against the plans of God. They, they work to incite fear amongst the people of God and being still and knowing that He is the Lord is a phrase that is being given to the people of God to remind us of who He is and the fact that the battle is His and it is within His hand. So there is no adversity that comes to us that surprises the Lord. There is nothing that He can overcome. We know that as New Testament believers, we are more than conquerors. And there can sometimes be a mindset that comes into us that helps us to feel defeated and overcome. And this phrase, be still and know that I am God, is God reminding His adversaries that He is the Almighty, the All-Powerful, and the one who is going to win the victory. So do you need to be reminded of that today? You know, I've had... uh, times where I have felt like um, the things that had gathered against me had the upper hand and the advantage. And the Lord says this, I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. I want that to settle into your heart today. Socially, politically, economically, wow, things look a little a little off. But here's what we know. There is a plan that is resulting in the culmination of history, and God is the one who not only leads us through the moments of waiting, but he's the one who's promised us victory in the end. Be still and know that I am God. Not necessarily a quiet time of prayer, but an affirmation of who God is in the position that we have in him. Amen?
couple that with one other quick little thing here. Because I think this is kind of what's been at work in us today. Luke chapter 4. This is the temptation of Christ. Luke 4 verse 1 says this. Then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. It's interesting. Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to undergo temptation. And um, we see this incredible picture of Christ revealing a pattern to us of how to overcome those times when our adversaries rise against us. And sometimes when we're in the middle of the fight, I believe we can wonder if there indeed is any purpose in it. And maybe we feel like we're responsible for that which you know, we are enduring. And I, I, I felt in the 8 o'clock service that um, you know, there, there were some people that were here that had had a challenging and a difficult week, and because of that, they had felt as though God had turned away from them. When in the middle of it all, God does not turn away from us, but rather He wants to affirm that He is the one who is able to see us through just like he did here in the life of Jesus. So what do we see here? We see Christ being led by the Spirit into the wilderness, preparation for his time of ministry. There was temptation that came to him when he was weakest after a 40-day fast. And then we see the way that um, Christ endured that which Satan was bringing against him. And it reveals something about how to endure, and it reveals something about our adversary. How did Jesus address every um, temptation that came to him? With the word. With the word. How are we going to walk through the hour that we are in? It's not going to be outside the ministry of the word in our lives. Satan there twisted the word at times to kind of fit his agenda and to fit what he wanted to accomplish. Jesus recognized and corrected. And said, that's not what the word says. I'm going to stand on the true word that God has brought to us. So, as we prepare to uh, return back to our weeks, to go back into the marketplace, stand on the word of the Lord and know this, that through it you can take authority. What we see in verse 8 there of Luke chapter 4, it's just simply Jesus answering the charge of Satan. And he says, get behind me. 
You see, what, what is revealed here is this. Jesus, fully God, fully man, at the end of a 40-day fast, every ounce of human strength that he had was tapped. It was gone. He was weak in body. But his physical and human frailness did not impede his ability to stand in authority against the assignment of Satan because he was standing on the word of God. We know the story. He endures. Satan leaves. And then I like how it ends. Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee and news of him went through all the surrounding region and he taught in the synagogues being glorified by all. Ministry didn't take place until after this event. Even though there was this trial that Christ had to endure, the result was standing in authority and being able to minister in the power of the Spirit. I think a little bit of the exhortation I heard coming from Pastor Marty flowed kind of from that place that's asking us the question, what source of strength are we relying on? Is it our human strength? Or is it the strength that comes from the power of the Spirit when we stand upon His Word and receive from the One who saved us? And I... Um, just wanted to affirm to us today the way through the hour that we find ourselves in. If we move forward into the things that we discussed at the beginning of service and continue to implement more ministry and, 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 and carry on in our own strength and our own wisdom and our own creativity, you know, those things are going to be limited and they are not going to produce the fruit that remains but as we look to come to this place and as we we look to move forward and as we look to remain faithful in the day that God has given us it can no longer be about what the natural eye can see but it has to be about the power of the spirit flowing through God's people Sometimes that looks very mystical and it kind of looks like uh, you know, an, an event and a moment-driven reality, but I want you to know that the Lord is inviting you to walk in that on a daily basis. We don't have to face the day without hope. You know, but rather, when we, we recognize that He's in control and He's going to win the day no matter what gathers against us and that His Spirit is going to lead us through those times of trial 
And that when we rely on his word and we fellowship with him, we can come through on the other side and the power of the Spirit. Having received all that we need to follow him and to live for him and to serve him. So, what has been your source? What have you been depending on? What has been your focus? I was planning on being in Philippians 3 today with Paul, you know, talking about, um, you know, pressing toward the goal of the upward calling that is found in Christ Jesus. And what struck me as interesting related to that was here you have Paul, I believe, giving the church in Philippi, you know, a little bit of what his day-to-day life looked like. So we see a man at the end of his days that was able to say, I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race. And over the course of his time on this earth, he landed at a place where he was content if he had little or much. And how was that work established within him? Well, it was, I believe, found in in Philippians 3 there. Pressing toward the goal of the upward calling that is found in Christ Jesus. That word press there means to um, uh, not like uh, put pressure on something, but rather it means to follow or to pursue. And it's giving us a window into a lifestyle that Paul lived after he came to know Christ. And he's reminding the church in Philippi that I was once going the wrong way, but the Lord Jesus met me on the road to Damascus, and from the day of that encounter, he changed my path. And me finishing my race well was staying on that path and not going in the wrong way. And the way that I learned to do that daily was this. I never lost sight of what he did or the direction he had called me to go. But there was a goal and a prize that I had in mind that kept me moving in the right way. The goal was to finish. To cross that line. To hear the words, well done, thou good and faithful servant. And the way that I maintained that direction was by understanding what the prize was. Not the accolades of man, not the gratification of accomplishment, but the prize was the calling that called him out of darkness and into light and into a reality of knowing Jesus as his everyday prize and following him and maintaining a direction that was true to his calling. And I know that every journey results in adjustment. I know that sometimes on our journey we get, we get off course. Which is not always an exciting thing. We spent a, a week in the Smoky Mountains a couple of weeks ago. 
and I want to tell you, you can't trust the GPS on your phone. You know, when you get up on those mountain roads, you know, and it tells you to go left and you're supposed to go right and you find yourself, where in the world am I as you go up and down and twist all around? And on more than one occasion, we had to get back on track. Head the direction that we were supposed to be going. You know, our journey with the Lord is that way sometimes. We don't need to beat ourselves up over a misstep, but we do need to keep the goal and the prize in front of us. And when the Lord calls, we move in His direction. Why don't you stand with me? We're going to close. Different kind of morning. I hope that you're leaving with something today. If you want a refund. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to be honest and, and real. You know, every day is not the same. I, I have a friend, uh, Tom Alexander in uh, Phoenix. That's, he's the one I got that phrase from. I was with him in a meeting. We were walking to go get lunch. And he said, man, I preached a sermon last week. And he said, I told everybody they needed a refund. He said, it was the worst sermon I've ever preached in my life. And I said, well, you know, Tom, I said, Tom Flaherty from Madison told me once that you need to give yourself permission to hit a single every once in a while because nobody hits a home run at every at-bat. And he said, you know what, it wasn't even a single. But I, I know that uh, it's, it's you know, kind of a day, I feel like, where maybe the Lord is hitting multiple points. Maybe we find ourselves a little bit scattered and in different places and the Lord is just kind of ministering to us all in a different way. So let's commit ourselves to that today, to just receiving what the Lord is wanting us to take away. Let's humble our hearts, bow our heads, and just say, Lord, speak to me. But Lord, we uh, conclude by doing something that we've already sung. We just invite you. We invite you in. We invite you to speak. Lord, I know that uh, the Apostle Paul reminds us that it's not about the eloquence. But it's about the Spirit of God at work in us. And Lord, we invite that Pray that wherever we are, may you lift us up. And pray that, Lord God, that whatever we are struggling with today, may we be reminded that the victory is yours and we can rest in your plan. Lord, I pray today that we'd be a people that aren't operating in human strength, but Lord, we, Lord, we just want more of you. We want to go deeper in you, Lord God, we want to be, you know, Lord God, that, that, that last day's church that is for such a time as this. It's revealing the power of the gospel and all that was done on the cross. So, Lord, we're not, we're not trusting in anything but you today. 
And we just declare, Lord God, that we need you at work in us. Lord, help us to keep that focus. The prize and the goal that is ahead. May we be encouraged as we leave here today. Thank you for the privilege of gathering. Lord, I, I, just, I just pray for many, many other congregations in our city and across the country that are doing the same. May Jesus be uplifted and glorified. May there be an awakening in this nation, Lord God. Lord, we so desperately need you. Lord, we pray for revival and a harvest. And Lord, we continue to intercede. We continue to call on your name. We continue to stand in the gap. And I pray, Lord God, that as we leave this place, may we go in your grace and in your peace. May you watch over us and keep us. May you bring us back again safely, having had many opportunities to share of the good things that you have done, both in us and through us. I thank you for it now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us on our podcast today. We hope this has been a blessing in your life, and we look forward to having you joining us in person for a service soon. Our service times are Thursday nights at 7 o'clock and two services on Sunday morning at 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. God bless you.